I'm just a D girl from around the way with a whole lot of shit to say. I don't know what you've been told, but I'm a beauty and beast mode. It's your girl, KD. What up, though? It's your boy, DTM. That's Dr. DTM, a.k.a. Pure Motivation. I wish y'all could have saw the whole movement on that one, man. She, 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 she just oh, went hard on the microphone like quick, man. Beast like mode. That, beast mode, just so y'all know. I'm saying, what's good? What's good? Because I don't know what they've been told, baby. I'm saying, I hear that. What's good? How you they doing? might as well get my crown on motherfucking podcast queen 2022. There it is. She's taking over. <laughs> She's taking over. She's taking over. All right. Like, so, let me be quiet if I get some more hate mail. Hey, I'm sick of y'all. Let's bring the hate mail on, man. This is not what you think it is. This is episode number two. Numero dos. Dos. You know what I'm saying? For marriage material podcast. I thought we were supposed to say it together. Oh, you ready? This is new episode number two for Marriage, marriage material. material. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's only popping. It's only We're about popping. to have some marriage material merch. Definitely going to Coming yeah. soon. Merch is coming soon, I think we man. should do like some journals. Ooh, I like that. So, yeah. they take, so they can take notes. And, yeah. And not just notes from us, though. Like no, notes, just notes just from your spouse. Jot your, jot, your, jot your thoughts down. Yeah, or you could just take notes from your spouse. Like, yeah. you know, you might not have that good of a memory. So you got to write down, like, oh, yeah, she said Because I like, remember. Right. You got the memory, especially when it comes to numbers. <laughs> I'd be like, And events. Yeah, events and numbers is only popping. All People right. be trying to argue with me. I'd be like, no, listen, I remember that shit like it was yesterday. Then I give them so much detail. They'd be like, you know what? I think that is what happened. Right, right. All right. So I wanted to start the show today with a a did you know, man? I'm saying. So did you know is just I ran across some information and I was like, yikes! I didn't know that. Yikes! So I wanted to see if anybody else didn't know that if I was the only one. I'm saying. So before I tell you or ask you, did you know? The question I'm gonna ask you is, what is our former president, the one that we like? Um, what's his daughter's name? You can't say the one we like, cause a lot of people like a lot of things. I'm talking about you and I, the last one that, the the, the first African American president. Oh, their names is Sasha and Malaya. Boom! All right, that's what everybody thinks. That's not their names. Not their Malaysia. Name. No, you was like Malaya. Oh, Sasha. Sasha. Oh, her name not Sasha. Her name is definitely not Sasha. So we've known her as Sasha all of this time, but really, Sasha is short somehow for Natasha. Oh, but they what? call her Sasha for so many different <laughs> reasons. Um, they felt like Sasha would would resonate more with the world as they uh, were taking taking you know their next step up. Right. And um, somehow Sasha became short for Natasha, although there is no Sasha in Natasha. If it was Natasha, then I would say <laughs> yeah. But because <laughs> I mean, it's short for Nas- Nata- if her name is Nastasha. Yeah, Nastasha, some kind of Shasa. Ain't no S right there. Did so you know you did- one of them go to U of M? Uh, I didn't know that. I think it's Sasha. So that's dope right there. Let me see. One of them go to U of U of M, and one of them go to Harvard. I think Sasha go to Harvard. Then Malaya goes to U of M, and I want to know how sis got away with that in the world. Didn't know. Or we just didn't know. Maybe the rest of the world did. The world didn't know. The world didn't know. I had to. I had to dig deep for that one right there. I was like, "Whoa!" And how we found that out was, well, how I found that out. It's Sasha. Sasha go to U of M. Um, how I found that out was, we was in the car with my dad, and he was asking. Um, he was asking how old they were. 
Mm. And I was like, they got to be adults by now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I was like, I don't know. Let's Google it. And it was like, Obama girls are grown up. And then you click on it. Um, maybe how it went under the radar is because of COVID, she's still been at home. So she hasn't been like living in Michigan right? because of COVID. But this year she should be, I think. Okay. I wonder, is he back in Chicago or... It's uh, in like some kind of summer home, you know, where it's, where it's cool, uh, hot at. Or is he still in the White House? Like, no, nah, this is going to be my unit forever. You know what I'm saying? I got three info. It's us. I don't think so. Like, but it's kind of cool that Malaya went to Harvard because both her parents graduated from Harvard. Dope. And dope. Sasha plans on possibly maybe going to Harvard, depending. Yeah. If that's what she feel like doing. And I'm sure they'll let it in with with, with uh, flying colors. You know what I'm saying, for for the free boy, you know, just just come for the here. free boy. For the free boy, I just think come that's on necessary. In. All right, so um, let's see what we're gonna start off today. Today oh, I, I got, got another a, fun fact. Oh, what you got? Governor Whitmer, into that bitch name. Mm-hmm. I mean that nice young lady. She signed the um <clears throat> the necessary paperwork to reopen the first to reopen the HBCU that was in Detroit. Um, Lewis College of Business. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Black excellence. Give Come it up. On, give girl. it up for Governor. Hey. Hey. Yeah. We got. We gotta get a horn. Or we can do this. No. All right. Continue on with the show. All right. And you stress me out. Uh, what do you, what they used to say on uh, Good Time? Moving along. Um. So the question is. The first question that I want to ask you is how do you identify when someone is tired? Like in a relationship, how do you identify when someone is tired? And I'm going to ask that. I'm going to have you answer it from a woman's standpoint. And then I'll try to counter answer from a man's standpoint. Um, I think I think um, you could tell by like their actions start changing. Like they start they stop being less. Um, like less attentive or they stop being like as helpful or like um, you'll notice like no matter what you say if you just be like good morning they just like snap on your ass like <laughs> fuck you mean good morning then you say good morning yesterday damn you always talk about some motherfucker good morning good morning this like, nigga woke up again it seems like everything you do bothers them like no matter what it is like I'm about to go take a shower like oh you about to go take another motherfucking shower or you know what I'm saying it's just like everything just pissing them off I think that's because when I you think, say piss I think them off, you mean piss the women off. I thought you were saying like how we know. No, no, I'm asking you oh. how do how do a man how would a I mean man I think it's the same for both, but yeah, it's like it's like. Um, and I don't mean like tired, like been working and. and no, I, I, I figured that. Right. Okay. I want. <laughs> don't play know. me like I'm dumb. No, no, no. I want to specify for no, the I'm, world. I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We 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 international out here, so I got to make sure the world know what we answer okay. right now. Okay. But. Right. I think just, and, and like, I don't know, like, they work, they quote-unquote work hours get longer. They break times get shorter. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the times they can spend with you becomes obsolete because even if they're not with somebody else, they just don't want to be with you. And that's from a woman's standpoint because I feel like you're still answering for me. <laughs> no, for a woman, too. Oh, okay. I was about to say, so a lot of it sounds like it might be similar. I said it could be, it could go both ways. Like, the, the, the feelings of fed-upness can go you know, can interact or are interchangeable. Okay. All right. Because I was thinking uh, another way of so, of sh- seeing that you're tired is when 
you're not there for them when they feel like they need you anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like you almost lose the the. For me, like I want to be there, and you lose that feeling of wanting to be there when you get tired. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I almost think that it's probably equal, not just in in marriage or quote-unquote boyfriend, girlfriend hookup, but maybe friendships and family members and all that. It's probably any the same relationship, thing, work huh? relationship, any relationship. But I think because it, once you get tired and once you get fed up, that 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 component, whatever that component is, you want to get away from it, whatever that looks like. Like, like you said, whether it's work, relationships, friendships, partnerships, it don't matter. Like, I don't want to be near you because your existence is pissing me off. And then, so what happened when you confuse the two, right? Like, let's say you confuse me having something on my mind or going through something else or even being tired of something different. And because that makes my emotions or emotion change up, you automatically assume that it's about you. So how would you distinguish the two? I mean, I, I guess that's when, you know, like, if you be like, you know what's going on when they hit you with, ain't nothing wrong with me. A whole bunch of times, you're like, oh, I must be the one, I must be what's wrong with you. Because if it was something else, eventually you could be like, all right, this is what I'm going through at work, or this is what I'm going through X, Y, or Z. But if every single time it's like a snap, like a, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, how was your work today? Don't worry about how my day was. Which <laughs> I don't think it'd ever be that, that, that major, like, don't worry about how my day was, but it'd be similar to that, like. Or you get the one where, like, hey, I'm about to pick up dinner. Is there anything particular you want? No. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, the conversation just gets shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. Like, the interaction becomes non-existent on purpose. Like, it's just not like you work in the day and I work at night and our paths just haven't crossed. It's literally, I know you leave for work at 6 o'clock, so I'm purposely staying at work until 6.30. Or I'm purposely not. I may not even be at work. I just may take the long way home or you know what I'm saying I, I might stay at the grocery store the long way home go ahead you might stay at the grocery store an extra 10 minutes because you know the extra 10 minutes gonna buy you the time for the person to be gone out the house so you could be home by yourself or just not with them or anything you know what I'm saying even like I feel like even people who work together the same thing like all right well I know they're gonna break at 215 so I'm gonna purposely take my break at 230 so then that way we can't take our break together Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just stuff like that. Stuff like that just try to sh- start to show its head. Okay. Okay. And so, uh, for me, I look at it, man, and I look at it, I think what sparked this conversation up is that we had a, a recent event that just came about. Um, we're not going to put it on the air per se right now, but just the the fact of you and I have been together 22 and counting, we're going to keep counting, baby. Yeah, dig. <laughs> Sound like that TLC. Yeah, uh, dig. That TLC show, 19 and counting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 22 and counting, you know what I'm saying? We're going to keep going. Years, not kids. Years, right, not right, kids. Right. But, we only got five of them bastards. <laughs> but um, we seen somebody who was together, I, I want to say longer than that, right? Yeah. And they recently split just out the blue to us, you know what I'm saying, to the, to the naked eye. Now, we don't know what happened in inside because nobody ever really knows unless you, like, live with the person. You know what I mean? And so um, once we've seen that, I'm like, did, how, did, how did they not know they were growing apart? But you know what? That that reminds me of, um, like, uh, 
um shit p diddy and cassie right mm-hmm. they was together all that time like i want to say they was together for like 12 years i think what they said i, I don't don't quote me on the exact year i know it's for sure more than eight it's between 10 and 12 years they was together they was together like he didn't want to commit to her fully like all of these things they break up she get with a new guy within a year she was married she got her family she always wanted like you know what I'm saying? Like she she got the life that she was waiting on him to give her. Right. And I feel like as women we mess up a lot of times because we settle on the thought that one day you'll change your mind. You know what else I think is dangerous though, when I look at that that situation that we we talking briefly about is that sometimes I feel like you be in a relationship for other people. You know what I'm saying? For the for the comfort of like like I said, we've been together twenty two and counting, right? Mm-hmm. Your your dad, your mom is so comfortable with me being their son. Even though if we split today, knock on wood, that that'll never happen. But there nigga, we go. Knock on that motherfucking wood, nigga. She knocked on it. Um, they would never change their view, but I just know that you know for us, we got so many people looking up to our relationship. Yeah, but that can be a hinder too. Like we to get, I'm personally, I'm with you because I like being with you. Like you fun to me. Like I like hanging out with you. That's what I'm saying. Like you're really my homeboy. But if that was to change, I would have to do what's best for me. And I know that sounds selfish, but at the end of the day, sometimes you have to be because you you stay in situations because that's where your mama wants you to be at. That's where your daddy wants you to be at. That's where your kids want you to be at. But then where do your happiness be? Nowhere. Right. I, I agree with that's you. That's dangerous. I agree with you 100%, but I feel like that's what holds a lot of relationships together, though, is that. And I feel like them relationships be miserable than the motherfucker because we've been around people like that. And you'd be like, God damn, can y'all just break up? Shit, go find happiness somewhere else. <laughs> like, it's not, it's, not, it's, it's not the job of others to make others happy or make others feel complete. No, because no, I, no. Feel like, I feel like even that situation that we're talking about or not talking about or whatever. <laughs> um... When a person come to you like, listen, I'm probably never going to marry you. I'm probably never going to, like, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to hold you down. I'm going to do, I'm going to pay the bills. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. When it comes to that marriage thing, I'm not doing it. Because I don't feel like, no, because I feel like I only want to be married one time. And mm. you don't do that for me. Mm. So sometimes brut- people can be brutally honest with us. And, and in our mind, we feel like maybe if I just do such and such differently, It'll change how he feel or how she feel. Because women women also be the same way. And then, like, you see all these evelations in y'all lives, right? You see, like, y'all getting these brand new houses. Y'all getting brand new cars. Like, y'all got all these great things happening in your life. But his or her stance is still the same. I'm not marrying you. Because the thing is, you got to listen to what people say. Talk to him. I'm not marrying you is not the same as I'm not ever getting married. Mm, talk to him. Because you have to, li- you got to listen to what they're saying and not what you want to interpret it to mm, be. There, that's if it somebody right look you dead in your face, say, I'll, I'll never marry you. And not the words, I'll never get married, because that's different. Some people don't want to ever be married. But on the flip side, some people want to be married, just not to you. You got you to gotta cut your ties. Because with the situation going on right now, this situation could have been severed 20 years ago. Yeah. If the words, if the words said, would have been the same words heard. That's just how I feel. I agree. I agree with that because what what I just basically told you was that I don't see you as my wife. I see you as either my girlfriend. I don't even see you as my baby mama. I just see you as like my girl. I don't want no long term ties with you. If I walk away, I want to be able to walk away clean and free. 
But I also, but not only that, not that I don't see ties with you, because I buy a house with you. I buy a couple properties with you. I see you as a partner. Mm. But I don't see you as a wife. And that's different too. That's saying a lot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A nigga that a a nigga or a woman, either or a man or a woman, that will put a hundred thousand dollars on the line, like, yeah, we can buy this property together because you're trustworthy. Right. We can buy these cars together because you're trustworthy. But you're talking about giving you my name. Mm. Oh, you're not worthy. Not, nah, not because being trustworthy and being worthy are two different things. You know what I'm saying? Giving a bitch a baby ain't nothing. That nigga did that a couple times. So let me ask you this though: How do you, how do you take it though? Okay, let's put you in in them shoes where I tell you like, yo, I don't see you not gonna be my wife. We can, we can wait, wait, we can rock regardless, right? Yeah, you're not gonna be my wife, and then we rock 22 years like we are right now, uh-huh. and. We somehow split for whatever reason. Right. And three, four months later, now I'm engaged and married. I take it as, without reading too much into it, you got to take it for what it is. You got to take it that the person who you weren't is the person that he found or that she found. The same thing with Cassie. I'm sure when her when her and Puffy first broke up, that was devastating for her. She She had been with him basically her whole life since she turned 18. But when they broke up, within a year, she was married and had a baby by somebody else. So when I tell you, if I look you in your face and tell you, like, no, I would never marry you. Yeah. Does that do something to your insides to make you be like, oh, what's wrong with me? I mean, I'm sure I'm sure that is definitely a um, a confidence blow because you're like, wait a minute. We do everything together. Again, we buy property together. We sleep together. We cook together. We, we cohabitate together. We... Our families are intermingled. We take family pictures together. We do all of the marriage things. But at the end of the day, what you're telling me is I'll never be your wife. And the thing is, we we as people need to stop thinking that we could change someone's mind. When people tell us that the motherfucking, the way to work is 94, stop trying to get on 75 and get to the same fucking place. Mm. Stop trying to rationalize your life that way, too. Like, damn, you know, you can get the Fairlane Mall from Southfield Freeway. You can get the Fairlane Mall from Michigan Avenue. You could get you could get many places, many different ways, but the but the goal is still the same. The nigga is saying, I'm willing to give you 75, 94 in Southfield, but I'm not giving you Michigan Avenue. Not doing it. But if you was to shut Michigan Avenue down, you can't get to that place no more. Cause all them freeways, you still gotta get off on that exit. So if you take the main component away, you can no longer get to the place you're trying to get. And you got to understand that when they say if marriage is your main road and they take the main road away, it don't matter about them freeways. It don't matter because the freeway got another exit. Right. You better keep going. Mm. Get to where you want to go. We calculating you. Because you got to think about it. You give somebody the best years of your life. You know what's funny, though, that you said that? I feel like every year should be the best year. I'm just life. saying, I'm talking about your younger years. So like your childbearing years or like your, you know what I'm saying? Just... You know, if you get somebody your teens, your twenties, your thirties, your forties, you pushing up on your fifties, and they like, oh yeah, I'm good. And it's not even like they traded you in for somebody younger. It's all in the same age bracket. It's it's you, but they said it from the beginning though. That be the thing. Like as people, we want to be so mad. Like why would you hurt her or why would you hurt him that way? But then we think about it, you like, damn, they kind of, they kind of set themselves up for that hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if a nigga told me from day one. I'm never going to marry you. I'll be like, all right, well, it's been real, my nigga. Especially if, if marriage is what you want. 
Exactly. But if you are an individual who like, I don't want to get married anyway. I just want to shack up. But you know what? I feel like even if I didn't want to get married, if somebody looked at me and said, I don't, you not going to be my wife. I don't want to be married to you because I only want to get married one time. So I don't want to get married to you. To me, even if I don't want to get married, that's a red flag for me to get the fuck on because you not saying you don't want to be married. So one day you're going to find this wife that you're looking for. And I've been and gave you 50 years of my life. And you leave me within a year and be married to somebody else? How does what the fuck? But do you think though that since this since we were in a relationship for so long that you had you got so much experience for your next relationship, um, good and bad. Like you know what you're not gonna take. You know what you want. You know that you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you got so much knowledge and experience for your next relationship that it has to be phenomenal. I don't think that either because a lot of stuff you learn in your relationship, you got to unlearn for your next relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. every 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 person is not the same. So a lot of that stuff you have to unlearn because I think that's why like when, when people be in a relationship for a long time, that's why their next relationship, their next couple relationships probably don't work out because they still, if you bringing the baggage from your other relationship, you got to unpack that shit. You know what I'm saying? Your new nigga come home from work late, now you think he cheating. Right. Or, your, or your new chick... Don't call you on, on her lunch break. Now you think she with another nigga. Because mm-hmm. you bringing that baggage in from the previous relationship. Get go. Yep. You got to unlearn all that stuff. So it's easier to just leave when you know things not going to be right. Especially if you don't have kids or like stuff. I never understood that. I mean, it'd be the love. Like people, people stay married not only for the kids because they love each other too. And it's like, like it's hard to picture your life without the person who you don't share so much of your life with. Like, I get that part. I get that part. But I don't get the part of, I, I guess I do. I and then you got to think about it, too. Like, let's say we got this big house, right? And we we got this house together. If I leave, I'm not going to be able to get this same kind of big house. Not right now. You know what I'm saying? Both mm-hmm. our incomes is paying for this big house. I'm going to have to go get probably an apartment. You know what I'm saying? Right. And people be like, I'm not finna downgrade myself or, you know what I'm saying, downsize my life. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, like, if you got a room just full of shoes, <laughs> you're like, damn, what the fuck I'm doing with my shoes? You Now you got to get a whole storage for right, shoes. Then you got to think about it. Yeah. Then you're like, damn, I help pay for all this furniture. What, I got to get new furniture? Like, it, I think it'd be the financial aspect of things, too. It's like, damn, I really got to start all over. When I've been here for so long, one of us going to have to start over. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even if you nice and be like, well, you could have the furniture out one of the bedrooms and the living room furniture and I just get a new... You know what I'm saying? Right, right. It's just, you know, it's... I don't know. Man. So, like, when you think about relationships, right, um, and keeping in line with what we're talking about, what's the difference between a failure and failing in a relationship? Oh, I don't know. You have to explain that. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like, okay, so for me the difference is the di- only difference between failing and being a failure in a relationship is the failure is the one who just gave up. And not gave up on a relationship, but gave up on yourself and bettering yourself for whatever that situation, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if you have a problem, um, you just give up. You like, oh, well, you you make that, you make it you now, yeah. You know, oh, I 
I can never be faithful. That's just me. Oh, they ain't never been that way. My mom and my daddy and them ain't never did it. I'm a Pisces. Fa- I can't. Yeah, uh, I'm a Pisces. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Gemini. You know, Gemini got two personalities. So one of me good, but the other one is like, you know, when you just start making excuses instead of trying to execute and make it better. Yeah. I think that's the difference between being a failure and failing. Because I know in, in relationship, um, you're going to fail a lot mm-hmm. at tons of things that you try. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, and it's because, you know, there's no manual for this thing. Right. Uh, for most of us, we haven't seen a great relationship from people before us. You right. know what I'm saying? Like parent-wise, grandparent-wise, et cetera, other than what we see on TV. And, and even that, that I was about to say, that ain't real. And nowadays, because everything is so publicized, they can't even pretend like it is because they're going to be in the oh, news yeah. for something crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> they coming up on, they popping up on uh, Crime or, in the D. Or shit, even like... Uh... Even like the stories that you watch, like your one show you watch, um, you had the couple. You was like, oh no, they my favorite couple. Man. They better than all the other couples. And then bam, he cheated. You like, God dog it, man. They was they <laughs> was like a power couple. Yeah, but it's like it's like something in the in the pen don't allow you to, to keep them that to way. keep them that way. It's like it, people say that's not realistic. You got to put some realisticness in it. Like, but it's like no, make it realistic. Make the Cosby Show great again. Like oh, yeah, what, what color hat like, is that? Like uh, <laughs> black, <laughs> like even black with yellow writing because he had them yellow kids. Like every, right, right, right. Because everybody loved uh, Beyonce and Jay Z, and then like you've never seen nothing in the news with them and nothing, and all of a sudden some kind of elevator scene pops up. That was her sister, though. And then the elevator scene pops up, and they now you're going to dig into it and figure out what happened with that. And then you say, oh, he must he was cheating with Rihanna. And, oh, she had made the Lemonade album. So then you're like, well, maybe they're not perfect. I thought that was perfect. But oh their imperfections God. is what makes them perfect, for one. And for two, even today, it's only speculations of who he was unfaithful to. Right. I mean, with. Not to, but with. Or because even, even when she speaks of his unfaithfulness, she don't be like, oh, yeah, it was what's your name? Because first they said it was Rihanna, which they threw that out the window. Then they said it was Dame Dash ex-wife, uh, Rachel Rachel something, the, art, the artist. Renaldo chick. Ray? I was not going to hear Rachel. Because then, what is her name, Rachel Ray? Because uh, remember, so. they attacked the, uh, the cooking bitch. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the white girl. Yeah. Because remember, she, he said, she said, um, duh, 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 Becky with the long hair. Mm-hmm. That. Man, they went after that woman. They done freaking got her pots banned from Walmart. All the beehive. She had like twelve million bees on her face. <laughs> the beehive don't like play a, about me. I say y'all better ask Trick Daddy. Ain't nothing like a bee sting in this boy. I'm just trying to tell you. But I'm just saying that to say nobody still knows with a hundred percent fact who he cheated with other than him, the person he cheated with, and Beyonce. And maybe Solange, the way she whipped his ass in that uh, <laughs> in that elevator. She, hey, hey, you ain't going to cheat on my sister. But I don't know. I, I, I just, I like to see, I don't, I don't, first of all, I don't like to see the cracks in the black foundation. I don't like that. But to see things not be perfect uh, makes you more relatable. Yeah, you know. I bet man, you Lemonade was her best album. Yeah, because people, people can, can relate to pain way more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, why, why, that's why people Cole say Keisha so Cole and, and uh, Mary J. And Keisha Cole, worst albums when she was happy and married to Booby. Mm. But when they got divorced, good God, her sales went do 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 Back Man, up, back right, up, back up. All the way up. Right? Hey. I think that's why Remy Ma and Papoose, like, 
People love them, but people waiting on the shooter drop. They waiting on something. Like y'all can't be that perfect. They waiting on something. Like I love seeing the couples that you don't see them in the news. Yeah. Like you don't see much. I, from I think them. I think Papoose and Remy, my biggest hurdle is gonna be her temper. Yeah. Because when but, they when they on love and hip hop, that's their biggest disagreement. Because I don't feel like they argue, but I feel like they have disagreements. Which because is what you're he to be have. telling her. Stop being over there. Like, girl, you went to prison because you popped a bitch about a couple dollars. Your home girl. You know your attitude can't do that. Right. Like, yeah. when she first got out, when when she was doing that uh show for uh, Raleigh, and she got into a Raleigh home girl. And she's like, bitch, I'll drag you back here. And Papoose came backstage like, what are you doing? Let's mm-hmm. go. Sorry, Rod, we got to go. Because she got to go. Right. That's what I think she was still on parole at the time. She, turn, she going to turn up. She uh, don't know. Ain't no, ain't no medium. And she got like a calm turn up too. Like, she that's, just like, that's the danger. she's like, bitch, I'll drag you. That's but the, it's like, you know, she will. That's the danger right there. I like that. A bitch that don't, I'm telling you, them dangerous folks now. Hey, she people. got a little mama, so she be trying to calm down, but let's not, let's not play like that's her only child. Yeah. It's like, you know, you gotta, when, when you hear somebody gets real quiet and never turn up, never get too loud, never get rah rah, never yeah, try like to you. get that attention. You gotta be careful with those. I'm all right now. I'm trying to tell y'all he ain't rap too tight. You gotta be careful with those. He right real there. loose in the brain. He trying to compose himself. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, me and Kiki be like, all right, all right. Y'all gonna know the DTM we know. Y'all better. Ooh. <laughs> Shaboing. freaking boing. All right. So, um, I hit you with something the other day. You was like, oh my God, that's a good one. And I was like, yeah, you got to bring it to the show. What you look up on, baby? My bottle over there. Oh, all right. So you was like, that's a good one. I'm like, yeah, we got to bring it to the show. So we was talking about people who are in the lifestyle. And some people might be like, what's the lifestyle? What do you mean? So the lifestyle is anybody who, um, it's like polygamy, basically. So this part, this question is about polygamy versus monogamy. And so we, you know, we've been interested in, in the whole polygamy thing, and we talk to people, and the first thing they say is, "If you're gonna be polygamy, polygamous. If you're gonna be, <laughs> if you're gonna be polygamous, you have to have trust and honesty. That's the only way to make it work. Right. Right. I'm like, that's deep. But then I was confused because I'm like, why is that not the whole criteria for monogamy too? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like for monogamy, you gotta have trust and honesty for it to work. Mm-hmm. So why we can't just practice the whole thing? You know what I'm saying? Whether you polygamy or or uh, monogamy, what you think about that? What you think about the whole? Because people do you utilize certain things for themselves as if it's only that. Gotta have trust and honesty. You know what? I don't know why people think monogamy don't require trust and honesty. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> maybe because like with monogamy, you're supposed to only be with one person. But you still have to trust and be honest about being with that one person. Yeah. I think if, if it was more trust and honesty in monogamous relationships, it wouldn't be so many upsets and hiccups. And it's not even about being like trust and honesty with the one person. It's like be trust, trust and honesty on how you feel. You know what I'm saying? You might not, something might might have upset upset you. You got to be able to come to me and say, yo, 
I didn't like X, Y, and Z. Right. Or, you know, or if, if you, whatever kind of way you're feeling, you should be able to, you know, convey the way you feel. I think maybe, maybe in, um, in, in multi-partner relationships, trust and honesty is something that is more accepted and more, um, expected because I feel like sometimes in monogamous relationships, you can't come home and be like, man, I've seen this bad bitch at work. today." I was like, damn, why I fuck the shit out of her. Like, I don't, I don't think that some people, if they're in a monogamous, monogamous relationship, they're not going to receive that. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Where, where polygamy, polygamous relationships are built on conversations and they're built on openness Right. And they're they're just built on different things than monogamy. When if you if you take them same bricks and bring them over to this monogamous house, mm. the foundation probably will be stronger just because you just because you're open and honest and have that open line of communication does not mean you have like an open relationship. It just means that we are talking and we're conversing like adults should. And it should be something that's accepted. Where is it doesn't seem to be that way in monogamous households. That's why they be like, "Oh, you acting real mono." Right? Because I get, I promise you, I've never heard nobody specify the importance behind trust and honesty in a mono, in a mono relationship. I agree because I'm saying it, it's 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 like uh like an unwritten rule. Like you yeah, just feel like it's automatic. It's like, like it's like you don't got to be like, "Hey, you know, you got to um put gas in your car." You just know you got to put gas in your car. Yeah, that light come on. Because <laughs> even if it don't come on, your light might be broke. But you know, damn, I done drove this motherfucker quite quite some time. I probably need to pull over and fill this bitch up or it's going to break down. But you know what I'm saying? Nobody has to tell you to put gas in your car. Right. So I feel like in monogamous relationships, they, the expectation is that honesty is on the table. Mm. Whereas in polygamy, you, it has to be stated because it's like, okay, in a polygamous relationship or in an open relationship, you have the liberty to be with other people. So you have to be honest about where you're being with other people at. Where in monogamy, it's like you ain't supposed to be with nobody else. So what, what, where, what, what is it where that you, you want to be honest about? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Because I feel like people only tie honesty to to outside relationships. Well, honesty could be anything. Honesty could be your, your unhappiness in a relationship. Honesty can be... Um, anything honestly could be like I don't like this dinner like right. you know what I'm saying it doesn't always have to pertain to sex with other people but you know I think the hardest thing to understand and even for me it took me a minute and it's still taking me a minute sometimes to understand that being honest doesn't necessarily mean that you're being mean or rude right it's just me it's just that it's just you being honest yeah you know what I mean so if you cook something and it's nasty I should be able to say yo that was disgusting Maybe not use those words. Yeah, I, th- I think delivery the, matters. The, right, but I mean, but you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. You get where I'm going though. Like, hit you with or, the, um, hey, what what was that? Yeah, don't make that no more. Or if you um, if you going somewhere and you like, yo, I want you to go with me. Maybe I don't want to go all the time. Yeah. Maybe I should see. I should be able to say, I don't want to go. Go ahead, you go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you might get upset. You might be like, but I want you to. But I should be able to say, instead of suffering through some stuff that somebody don't want to do, you know, I hear people say, I had to go shopping with my girl, and she shot for 13 hours, and X, Y, and Z. And I just didn't want to. So, all right, well, give it a break. Like, like, either look at it different. Look at it like, yeah, I get to spend 13 hours with my girl. Or, like, yeah, go to bread. Go ahead. Do your thing. 
I'll see you when you get back uh, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleep just <laughs> if I'm sleeping, don't wake me because I'm dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> don't wake me up. <laughs> you know what I mean? But so it, it's important to me. I feel like to learn the fact that being honest and being and and conveying the way you feel doesn't necessarily mean that you're trying to be mean or you know you're trying to attack somebody's. Um, I don't even know what the part you would be attacking, but because you're not not character, but because no, it wouldn't be a character, character. it'd be attacking your emotional your side, I guess. Your the vulnerable side, yeah. yeah. So, but I I do agree that that honesty is an expectation that should be in any relationship. But I do feel like if you take some of the accolades from a polygamous lifestyle and apply it to your monogamous lifestyle, you probably will see a lot of change. Yeah, you will. Darren, guarantee it. I, I I was sitting there like comparing the two. I was like, you know what? We should be doing this, this in the mono world. You know what? We should be doing this in the mono world. I'm like, they they just took it. I ain't gonna say they took it. They just applied it, yeah, correctly, and we just you know let them let people apply it to them as if it don't apply to you as well. Like I hear people do that with the Bible. I hear people do that with a lot of different things. I'm like, no, that just that's just you being a good person. Like, yeah, <laughs> like so. I had a conversation with a uh, a guy today. Mexican dude and we were it was four of us talking it was myself another African American Puerto Rican and a Mexican and this is when you learn that people take that part serious like when you black you just like oh you're black but when you Mexican you gotta know that they Mexican not Puerto Rican oh yeah that's like, a fight yeah oh man what? I, I learned that from going off in Southwest so uh, we was having a conversation about just so the, the Puerto Rican guy, he's an older gentleman, and he was like, man, he grew up, he was a police officer for a while in uh, New York and New Jersey. Um, he did some work in, in Mexico, et cetera, right? His kid, he has two sons. One's married to a black lady, and the other one's married to um, a Puerto Rican. And he was like, I, I love all people. You know, I love the blacks. I love the, I love the Mexicans. The I love the Puerto Ricans. I love, I love the, I love the blacks. You know, he was like, the only people that I hate, well, not hate, but the only people I can't stand is people who are just racist and, and they show you that they're racist. I can't stand them, right? And so the Mexican guy was like, man, I wish I could have grew up in a, in a household like that where it was accepted. Mm-hmm. He was like, because my family... They was like, no, you you will definitely be with another Mexican, right? And so the the black guy was like, well, I get it, in a sense, because they want to they they saying that only a Mexican would be able to understand you because you're Mexican. So a black girl or a white girl might not be able to understand you correctly, mm-hmm. you know, the same way. Which I heard that you know, I heard about the blacks. I heard about <laughs> You blowing me with the black. I heard about black people. I heard about white people. I heard about whatever. But they were saying like when you stick with your own race, they can understand you in certain situations that other races may not understand you. Mm -hmm. So I get that somewhat. But he was like, I had a crush on a on a uh, black girl, and I couldn't act on it because my parents were not having that. So I'm like, well, what would they have done? He said, man, you don't know about Mexican, but. uh, Damn. He was like, but they, we, that my parents do not play that. When they tell you don't do X, Y, and Z, they mean it. And if you go against them, 
Ain't no telling what would happen to you. I'm like, the you mean, right? I'm saying, I'm like, you mean like murder or like, you know, I'm trying to get into it now. But he was like, man, I don't even want to like, say. Kill you? He said, I don't know what happened. I don't even want to test it to see, but I know they don't play when it come to that. And he was like, and I'm grown now, and I still and I'm feel, still scared. yeah. He was like, I'm still nervous to act on any feelings that I have with anybody other than a Mexican. So the Puerto Rican was like, we not like that in Puerto Rico. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, man. We, well, you know, I think for Puerto Ricans too, like there's a lot of Afro Latinas, you know what I'm saying? Like, like there's a lot of Puerto Rican, like Dominican people who look black. Yeah. So, yeah. which I'm not going to say look black. They are black in skin tone, but they're just not, they're just not African American. Right, right, right. We knew uh, a English, a English young lady who was, um, her skin tone was black. And she was like, I don't like checking African American because I'm not African or American. Oh yeah, yeah. Because she's from England, right? And then she, her father is from Peru, so she's like, I'm not African or American. It's just like she has a darker skin. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Amada de uh, Amada de Negra. Mm-hmm. She she's she's from Dominican Republic, right? And she's just Afro Latina. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't think I'm not gonna say there aren't. I'm going to say I don't think there's a lot of Afro-Latina Mexicans. Right, right. So there's Afro-Latina Puerto Ricans for sure, because I grew up with some. There's Afro-Latina Dominican Republic for sure. Cubans for sure. I just don't know that there's any Mexicans. First first off, I want to say I love Cuban. They, <laughs> they are like the most gangster dudes I know. Like, <laughs> like the whole comment, they could be talking about regular basketball or anything, and it just sounds so gangster when they talk to me. I be like... You right, Le- yeah. You right. LeBron should have made that free throw. You are absolutely right. <laughs> but, but you know what? I I recently um, found out that somebody who I actually used to look up to, um, she, I don't even know how to classify her. Um, she's always been very welcoming to me. I've never seen her mistreat anybody because of any color, creed, or anything. But her younger sister, um is married and has a child with someone who is Puerto Rican and black and she has ostracized her from the family. Mm. And I really feel like, damn you though. Like, cause you ain't see it. Cause she's always been so like, I'm going to tell you, she, she has a sister who was wild growing up. So her sister has a, um, biracial daughter. She's always embraced that daughter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like always like treated her with like, just like one of her nieces, like she never mistreated her or like, you know, if she did for one of her nieces, she did for her as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like she never, ever, ever, ever mistreated her. Right. So then. So then um, I feel like maybe because her the sister is older than her and she actually left home at a really young age. Okay. Just because she was wild. You know what I'm saying? Like she was figuring out who she was. You know what I'm saying? So. The sister who's currently married to the um, person who's not what they are, um, she is younger than her. And I I feel, because she, she said, she told me, she said, she told me, um, uh, Baba, Baba, Mama didn't raise you to be that way. And mm. what the fuck does that way mean? That way. you can, It's okay to be friends with her, but don't be trying to. Don't be trying and do you know uh, she has not spoken to her sister in over a year? Because she's been married for um, almost a year, almost two years, I think. But, um, and her son just was born August 15th, same day as Keontae. Cause I was like, oh my God, we, our mom anniversary is the same day. Cause I, I mean, I still talk to her 
I mean, right. of course, what I look like not talking to somebody, I'm a fucking, I'm biracial myself, so how dare I feel away? You know what I'm saying? Right. But I just felt so bad for her when me and her were talking because she, she, she as like me used to look up to her. So it's like, damn, you really not who we thought you were. Because mm-hmm. for me, for you to ostracize somebody because of who they love or because of who they are, deep inside your heart, you're racist because this is how I feel. I hate for a person to say, oh no, a black person can walk from my car. They just can't sit at my table. Mm. The fuck you mean? You know what I'm saying? True. Or like, uh, yeah, you could be my friend, but at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, I wasn't raised that way. Like, we love everybody. Right. Which is how Shit, we, I got a, I got a fucking Lebanese sister-in-law. I got a Mexican sister-in-law. I got a fucking Jamaican brother-in-law. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, we just are who we are. What the fuck is he? Jamaican and Indian, I think. Right. And yeah. then, shit, my, uh, my brother-wife, she... Lebanese, Irish, Mexican, like she fucking, she a goulash. Everything, <laughs> you know, you know, goulash, you put everything in Yeah, yeah everything that's left just here. Yeah, she just, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like we all interact the same. We all fuck with each other the same. And and so we was getting on my man's head too because he's Mexican, but he can speak Spanish a little bit, but he can't understand it. But it's oh. the only language that's spoken in the house. So he just... <laughs> So that's probably why he'd be scared because he don't really know what they say. He like, <laughs> come to think about it. So, but I was like, yeah. so me, the Puerto Rican guy was like, man, we, we've been over here. My kids was raised over here in the, in the U.S. I thought Puerto Rico they, was part of the U.S. Well, on, not in Puerto Rico. Oh. He was like, we was raised, they was raised here and um, they still know how to speak their native tongue. Uh-huh. He was like, they can speak that. They can speak English. Um, and that's it. And so I'm like, that's deep. Because, you know, I be trying to talk, learn Spanish, for one. Mm-hmm. I was trying to learn Arabic. I got to get rid of the stone. Anybody got it, man? Send it to me. I need it. They say Arabic is one of the hardest languages it to learn. It is. Oh Arabic God. is hard to learn for the people who speak it. But I also was saying, like, I want to teach, like, you know, I be trying to teach my youngest, our youngest son, because he's at that age, he's still young, where he can he can pick it up quicker. I remember our oldest son used to know how to speak Mandarin. Yeah, Lost see, that. like I, and I'm like, it's 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 so needed. You know what I mean? To be versatile like that and be able to. That's I true. seen a guy, um, he was helping somebody, and they needed you know directions or whatever, and then he turned around. And that was in English. He turned around. Somebody needed some help. It was in Spanish. He switched it up. Blah, just by the edge, but the guy hit him with the Spanish, right? Then there was another lady that needed help. She hit the, hit her with the Arabic. Like, I said, man, how many languages you know? My man said, I know six. I'm like, I didn't even know it was six languages. I'm like, you know, <laughs> you know six. I didn't even know it was six. I thought, was, I'm like, Jesus. But, uh, but yeah, you got to be versatile out here, man. You got to be able to hit them with, with all of it. So, when in a relationship, I believe that it is very important to still be able to let your partner know that you're thinking about them, you care about them, even in the midst of you being extremely busy. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of expound on that a little bit on like what that means to you to, for one, do it, and for two, to receive it? Because I feel like it's a part that's missed in, in a lot of relationships that I've come across, um, that I help out, that I coach, um, 
they missed the part. They like, well, they knew I was busy or I was doing this and and my mom and my dad and my sister and my this and my that. But your wife. I think I think when you don't um, let the person who like, cause we're all busy. I get it. Like we all got shit to do. We all got obligations. We all got work. We all got parents. We all got kids. We all got after school. We all got these things, 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 things. But that one second text would be like, Hey, just thinking of you. I love you can really brighten somebody's day because it's like, I know you're busy and you know, you're busy. But sure. the worst thing to feel is like, you too busy for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I mean, I do count. Don't I? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you, that, I, I just feel like that's the worst place. Because I've been there before. I've been there where you've been so busy and you've been doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that. And I text you and I text you and I text you and you don't respond. And and your response is, well, you knew I was at work. Or you knew I was doing this. Or you knew I was doing that. And I'm just like, well, damn. It takes 25 seconds. And when you're with me, your phone always in your hand. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. well, yeah, because you know I'm working. But it doesn't matter. Like, it takes two seconds to say I love you, too. Even if it's not right then, it could be three hours later. At least make a make a conscious effort to respond. You know what I'm saying? Because And not even not even to to go a step further, not even just respond. Like sometimes you need to be the first to do it. You know what I'm saying? To yeah, that's who jump in. Let her be the one to have an opportunity to respond. You know what I mean? Or or let him if you or you know I mean? however the situation may go. Um but I think it, it is very important. It's a piece that's missed in our relationship. Well, not our relationship, but a lot of relationships that I've encountered is that here. Now, here, here's my test right here. I could be in a deep text conversation with my mom or a deep text conversation with one of my guys. And I'm waiting on them to respond. They respond and my wife text. At the same time, I don't care how deep that conversation is. I'm clicking the wife button first to see oh what she talking, what she said. I don't care if I'm deep on the phone with my mom. Hold on, mama, my baby on the other line. Never letting it go to voicemail because I'm in the middle of a conversation. I could be on the phone with my brother who locked up. Hold on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, bro. My, my wife. No, you can't. Okay, me. Andy. You I'm can't do saying, that. Like, I'm going to call you back. <laughs> like, I wouldn't hit you with that. I'm going to call you back, boy. You can't click over, though, because it's going to hang clicking, up. It's going to hang up. But the man, thing man. is, I'm under. If you on the phone with him, you can shoot me a text, like, on the phone, call you right back. I ain't going to trip. I'm just saying. I, I get what you're saying, but. I'm going. Even, even, even in being. Even in being. On purpose, right? Mm Because if you're intentional, I'm sorry. Intentional. Even in being intentional in your relationship, you still have to be understanding of the other person. Right. So if you're on the phone with your brother, even if you're on the phone with your mom, like I'm not, we live together. I'm going to see you eventually. But you know what I'm saying? The only thing is like if I call you and I call you right back, because I know your rule. You know how cell phones work. You know I got call ID. I'll call you back when I can. Right. But if I call you and then I call you again and you know it's something emergent. Right. Then it don't matter who you're on the phone with. They got to hold on. And that's my thing. So, like, that's the test that I would give, especially the guys. I don't know if you have a test that you can get the women. But the test that I would give the guys is if you're in a text message group or whatever going on and somebody texts at the same time as your wife or your significant other, your girlfriend, whoever, and you click on that somebody else first because you want to finish what y'all talking about before you... Check it out. You been you just prioritized. You just, you just put you just put her at second day. Yeah. But you know your, what? I think or third day. Whatever, I think for men on. sometimes, not on purpose, but they always put their wife secondary. 
not not every not not every single man because I don't feel like I play secondary to anybody, not even our kids. But I I have that conversation with so many women. Like, yeah, he'll deal. With, he'll take care of me after, after. Cause my I'm thing like, was, what? <laughs> I'm it don't. What? I've been a broke up with a nigga. It don't matter <laughs> what the text say from my wife. I open it. I read it. Even if I don't want to do it, or if I don't like what it's saying, I'm gonna still respond, and I'm gonna still hit her with the. You know, I'm gonna still answer what's going on. Now, my son, on the other hand, he might say, "Dad, can you send me X amount of dollars?" I leave him on. I leave him on red. <laughs> or I leave it on. Uh, I won't even open it. <laughs> oh, you just hold it down. I, I just oh, see it. Say, yeah. Oh, no, I don't. I don't. I, don't want, I ain't gonna do all that. I'm gonna deal with that. Not important. Not. It's not on my priority. But I'm gonna make sure you okay left. though. You good? Now, I'm make sure you good. Yeah. Cause all, going on by my way. All my kids. My younger just got a phone. They all do the same thing. They text me with the one word first. Dad. Pops. Pops. Dad. Pops. <laughs> I'm like, bruh. It's a text message. Yeah, I tell them that all text the time. What like, you please, say. I said, I told them, I said, all twenty twenty two, we texting in complete sentences. Complete Period. sentences. When they, cause when they text me with the one word, well, you're not trying to, you're not trying to get my attention. You texting my phone. The right. Do 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 do. It's trying, gonna get my attention. You trying to check my temperature? What you trying to do? You trying to see? <laughs> I respond to so this look, one so word. So we all got iPhones. Other than our youngest one, we all got iPhones. So when they text me, they be like, "Mama, I hold it down and hit the question mark." They don't, most of the time they don't even respond like oh but if I be like what then they'll say something but if I hold it down and hit the question mark they be like never mind <laughs> <laughs> no they don't say never mind they don't even say nothing then I be like why did you text me just to say my name they be like I ain't want nothing I know you wanted something but the question mark blew you off I mean threw you off right right or or me not responding blew you off. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> uh, they like on pops. Same thing. All right, all right. My uh, then my they, then thirteen they, year old. I think. Then they text 13, my wife right? like I did text pop, but he didn't respond. Cause I'm like, why you ain't text your dad for that? I did. I'm like, man, they text you. Yeah, they ain't say no complete sentence though. And I I respond like he said, please text him in complete sentences. That's all I can answer to. But my uh, my thirteen year old texted me earlier. Hey, my, how you feel? I said, what do you want? Complete sentence, though. But you don't like me. I mean, not that you don't like me, but you don't really care how I feel. You love me, but you don't care how I feel. So what do you want? Can I go over? Uh... Can my girlfriend come over? I said, no, nah, that ain't going to work for me today. Okay. Definitely. Can, can she come over before? Because uh... you know we go back to school on Monday. Like, okay. Y'all go back to school every Monday. I figure it out. <laughs> All right. So I got one more uh, question for you. That I really think is gonna be hard for you to answer Uh-oh. here. And then we're gonna go into the question of the week. Here you go. And then we got worth the shot. What are we gonna do worth the shot, then a question of the week. All right. So You don't got no shot though, babe. Oh, I got the glass, my bottle right over there. All right. You know what I'm saying? So I I grabbed my bottle okay, while you're answering this question here. Okay. So there are a lot of things. I'm gonna really admit this question because I put it in here twice. Look. So they, they, and I worded it a little bit different, but oh, you meant are, that, huh? I meant this. So there are like, a lot of things. Mean this. Yeah, there are a lot of things that women shouldn't do, right? Especially if you if you have a man in your life. Now, if you if you just a you know independent woman by yourself, raising kids or whatever, or not even raising kids, if you just independent, you're different. You fall out of this category. But if you're in a relationship with um, a man or a male figure or 
manly type person because I don't I don't want to I don't want to discredit just like, a significant other period significant other, <laughs> but it's but it's certain people though because the the feminine part of the relationship a dominant relationship anyway just right. say a dominant a okay. dominant a significant other. But there are a lot of things that a woman shouldn't do, right? Such as like take out the trash, pump gas, uh, put air in the tire, you know, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. You agree? I agree for me. Okay. You don't agree for other like relationships, period? Well. Although, now I'm not saying that there are not relationships that don't follow this criteria, but. When I say for me, I mean that. If me and my homegirl is with her dude and he don't get out the car, I'm calling you and telling you to pick me up from wherever I'm at. I'm not getting back in the car with him. Because yeah, now mean, I don't feel safe anymore. <laughs> that just means he wasn't raised right. But, but I'm just saying, like, that's why I say for me, because to each his own. But if 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 I pull up and my son girlfriend pumping the gas while he's sitting in the car, I'm beating his ass. And that's the thing. So for me and mine, I say that. For me and mine, yes. So in your eye, what is it for men? What you mean? What they not what supposed to do? What is it that men shouldn't do if they have a significant other? Um, like they shouldn't have to scrub the toilet. <laughs> like what? Go ahead, I'm listening. Um, I used to say men shouldn't have to cook, but you was like, no, that's I like cooking is cool. So I'm like, all right, well. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to think too. When we first got together, you was not. You was like, I don't really do that. My mom used to kick me out the kitchen. So, and then after after years went by. You started looking and watching the pen. That's, that's not all the way true. Cause I at first I used to do I used to be the main one cooking. And then you took over the cooking. Cause you you was like, I'm tired of having this same motherfucking hamburger helper and fucking <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. You was like, I'm tired of having hamburger helper and chicken nuggets. No, I'm about to cook. So then you started cooking and crunchy macaroni and cheese. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And then you took over. And then now it's kind of 50-50 because now I've grown into like understanding recipes and things like that. No, it's like it's like uh, 60-40. I'm on the 40% spectrum. Oh, I'm like, what? I you could run the 40%. Um, 55-45, somewhere in that. Yeah, in that we, I mean, okay. You, you, you up though. You okay, up. I'm up. As long as I'm up because I got an apron and everything. Yeah, so as long up. as I'm up. Um, so when it comes to deep cleaning, Mm-hmm. I feel like um, a woman should do that only because I feel like we do it better. Uh, when it comes to like deep, like surface cleaning, anybody could do that. But like deep cleaning, like scrubbing, I just feel like we do it better. Like bathroom, I just feel like I, I should clean the bathroom. I feel like I should fold the towels. Or my mom. <laughs> you, were, you were sick the other day, so you ain't see the bathroom, but. I ain't gonna put them on. I ain't gonna put no smut on their name when I when I went down there. I ain't gonna put no smut on their name. But if you would have went down there, boy, oh boy, I would have been mad. Man, you probably would have put everybody out. Oh man. And this and this and the worst part of it is that it wasn't it wasn't kids. <laughs> it wasn't kids. It was the two adults down there. They, they had a blizzle for shizzle. See? All right. But See? man, yeah, you would have definitely been on. On a whole nother spectrum. Uh, okay. Um, so that, um, even though I do teach my boys how to deep clean, just because if you single as a Pringle, I don't want you out here uh, with no dirty with no dirty house or no dirty bath. I can't stand a dirty bathroom. I tell you what, I'd rather your damn living room be dirty than your bathroom or your kitchen. 
my bedroom look a mess most of the time because we I feel like we don't be in our bedroom a lot. We clean. I mean, we come home, we go to bed, we wake up, we leave. So it just be dirty clothes everywhere until we like come together, do laundry, and then boom, look like a whole brand new room. <laughs> but that's definitely what I gotta do now. I'm about to throw some laundry in. But I do feel like um, I don't know, just like things that link breastfeeding. Mention breastfeed. You know. <laughs> so, um, so in other words, I feel like she's reaching, y'all. She's reaching for some stuff. You know what? Because I don't feel like it's a lot of things that men don't do. Like, I know women pump gas and things like that, but I just... Because I'm going to be honest with you. My friends get on me about this all the time. I'm not a fan of opening doors anymore. And if I'm with somebody, I'm going to step to the side and they're going to open the door. And I'll be forgetting my homegirls. Period. My homegirls said, oh, yeah. DTM is not with us. Like, oh, okay, well, bitch, you here, open the door. Period. The that fuck? Part. You know, I don't know. Call me spoiled, whatever. I'm not... I'm not li- listen... I'm not changing no oil. We're getting oil changed, whatever. I'm not pumping gas. I'm not taking out the trash. I'm not putting your in the tire. I'm not lifting something that's heavy. I'm not rolling the trash to the front of the house. I'm not shoveling the snow. I'm not cutting the grass. I'm not raking the grass. And people say all the time, like, what happened if DTM leave you tomorrow? Like, I got five sons. You telling me out of none, five of my kids, nobody going to come do it? Maybe if they don't. All right. Well, then I got three brothers. You telling me none of them going to do it? <laughs> none of them going to do it either? Maybe not. Okay. Well, I got seven nephews. Like, it's enough men in my life that somebody is going to pull up and do what I need to be done. <clears throat> or I'm going to knock on the neighbor door. Excuse me. When you take your trash out, can you take mine out? <laughs> when you roll your shit to the front, can you roll my shit to the front? All right. Thank you. Oh, man. Not only do I got five sons, but three of the motherfuckers still live with us. Somebody got to do what I say. Still. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, even if the seven year old got to get out there and wrestle with the motherfucking trash. There hey, is. make it happen, Captain. I'll make him do that now. He was doing it the other day. Oh my God. I was about to help him because he was like, it was overfilled. Right? Overfilled? Mm-hmm. He was like, He's like, I don't know. He's like twisting with it. And I thought him and the garbage was about to fall over. So I was about to help him. And the man across the street was like, you need help? You need help, buddy? He was like, yeah. So the man came and helped him. I was like, I know that's right. Because I ain't want to do it. That period. I told him. I said, no, you're going you gonna to figure this thing out. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> the trash can probably weighed five times as much as him. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. We have this his segment, and it's called what is called worth a shot. Worth a shot. Worth a shot. I'm gonna do a whole bunch of segment uh songs and all that too. Watch, we're gonna kill it in 2022. I hope y'all ready for this. All right, so worth a shot is where we come up with some situations or some things that happen in the world, around the world, around the nation, wherever. And we read the story off, or we tell the story off, depending on where we get it from, or if we've seen it firsthand. And then we decide together whether it is worth a shot. And if it's worth a shot, guess what? We're going to do a shot. And if y'all listening to it and you feel like it's worth a shot, guess what? I want y'all to actually do a shot, too. So go ahead, get your bottle, get your shot together right now while y'all waiting on this story. Did you say you had one, baby, or you want me to give? You can go first. Okay. I got two. You want to select one? I'm going to let you select one. You want to do... I got one about a stripper and one about a rapper. Who you want to hear? Stripper. Can't Stri- he love the strippers? Man, I love the stripper. All right. 
So let's see if this is worth a shot. Miami stripper arrested for squirting vag- uh, vaginal fluids at police officer in self-defense. <laughs> a Florida lap dancer has been arrested in Miami after assaulting five police officers with her vagina and using it as a deadly weapon without the intent to kill. Brittany Simmons, 24, was performing at the Camel Toe Strip Club <laughs> when, she, <laughs> when an altercation began. <laughs> when an altercation began between Simmons and several clients at the club, Miami police officers were called, and they came in, and basically, she started squirting on them. And you know, she hit five of them, so that's where they got the assault with the intent to not kill but to do bodily harm and she got arrested bro what so <laughs> i let you i let you bro what simmons could face up to 100 and, uh, up to 1036 years in jail if they if she's found guilty bro what how many years uh, 1036 bro. years 1,036 years? 1,036 years. Who gonna live that long? Nigga, just kill me now. Who gonna live? Can you kill me you now? You could be zero and you're not gonna live 1,036 <laughs> years. And all, all she did was squirt on you. That's the question that most men ask anyway. You a squirter? <laughs> like, you just found out for sure. So, <laughs> you know what? They gonna have to uh, they gonna have to reevaluate that sentence. Yeah, but I guess, it's, you know, maybe they divided it between the five police officers that... She, wait, I What's 1,036 years times five? Like 200 some years a person? <laughs> no, divided by five. That's what I'm saying. That's 200 and something years per yeah. person? Yeah. But she said it was in self-defense. <laughs> That's fucking with me, so I squirted on what? That was Man. fucking me, so I squirted on <sighs> Man. Let me tell you, I'm going in. Wait a minute. That made me feel... My name... Oh, and so, after continuing to read... She did. She was found guilty. And she's still locked up right now today. Ask me how many years she got out of that. 1,036 years? Ask me how many years she got out of that 1,036. 237 years. I'm not a fuck you lying to me. 237 years in jail. Man. All right, so... They got to be like some appeal or something she got to do for that. She, yeah, she definitely going to end up getting out. Yeah, I think that was... Uh, That's some tomfoolery. Yeah, that was Where that was at? Miami. Miami should be used to getting squirted up. That bitch look crazy. Here's what she looks like. <laughs> I'll post a picture of what she looked like too once we uh put it on a page. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but that's definitely the first we question you asked. Like, we gotta have a page by next week. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we got a page. We got a page. Um, we don't got a page, y'all. Don't listen to him. It's episode two. We got a page. Yeah, but we're not gonna be able to tell him. They're going to follow us. They're going to find it. <laughs> if not, they're going to get 237 years because you didn't squirt it on. Don't be stalking us. No, I ain't about to squirt to on them. I don't know them like that. Hey, it's across the room, though. That's that's crazy. I don't know how to squirt. No, she pissed on them. Across so, the room, that was pissed. So with that being said, for me, that was worth the shot. What you that's, say? Yeah, I had to take my shot. Work, work, work the shot. Work, work, work the shot. I don't know. Work, work, work the shot. I know you booger driving me. Work, work, work shot. Are you about to do that for me? DC ain't about to drive the boat, y'all. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Worth the shot. Oh, y'all, he just dropped a boat. Oh, my God, he just made me want to throw up. I had to because it was worth the shot. Woo! Oh, he just made me want to throw up. Yes. Just so y'all know, 
Katie don't take straight shots. All right, what you got? It ain't that good. <laughs> I don't even. I don't remember the state either. I just remembered it from seeing it a couple weeks ago. But it was a man. He was. He got divorced from his wife. And when he got divorced from his wife, she took his child from him. So then he moved and got into another relationship and had a baby. They broke up, and then that woman tried to take his child from him. Mm. They lived 300 miles apart. Do you know this young gentleman killed the girlfriend, took the son, and took took the son to his mama house, to her mama house, to the, to the baby mama mama house, drove all the way to the ex-wife house, the ex-wife, uh, they kids was with um, a cousin or something at a skating party. Walked in the house, shot her, and then shot herself. Ooh. On live. Yeah, that was sick. I think I remember seeing it. He said, y'all women think y'all gonna keep taking my kids from me? All right, I got y'all. I was like, what? <laughs> y'all better stop playing with these men and their kids. All niggas ain't deadbeats. Right. I like your hair. Your hair sexy. You like it? Mm-hmm. She's going to be on new hairstylist. Talk to her. Moving forward. You think that's worth a shot, baby? Worth the shot. I'll take the shot. I'll I drink to that. I think I had a song that says that, too. I'm a, I'm a... I just think it's so crazy. I don't know. I just love me. So, I just... I don't, I don't feel like I'm ever going to kill nobody or myself. I mean, I'm, if I'm defending myself, that's one thing. But I never let you make me mad enough to I'm gonna kill you. Cause then I'm like, I gotta go to jail. I'm not gonna do that. April Fool's nigga. I uh, I got some advice for anybody who think that that's what they want to do. All right, yeah, I'm gonna tell y'all what his advice is after he tell y'all. She already know what it is, but listen, <laughs> when, you, when, when you when you feeling like that, man, just do it in reverse. You know what I'm saying? So instead of, like, killing the wife or the girlfriend and then the kid and the dog and then yourself, kill yourself first and then the wife and the girl. You know what I'm saying? So do it in reverse. So that way you, you can save some lives in there. You know, that's just my advice. You know, you don't have to take it. You don't have to take it, but that's just what I think you should do. You feel me? All right. Period. So um, let me see. We got the question of the week. Then we're going to give you a little piece of motivation to get going. And then, boom, we out of here. So, listen. Uh, there's a main couple who claims that they're looking for a third. And they they said it. Let me see. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to give you my paraphrase just a little bit. So, the problem that they're having is they're looking for a third. A third is a relationship who already established and they're looking for an additional male or female, depending on what you're looking for. Okay. The problem that they're having is that when the person comes in, they are told that it's going to be equal. Mm-hmm. But once the person get in, they realize that it's not equal. What do you mean equal? Like the equal love, equal life, equal like equal partnership in this relationship. Even though you like say we've been you know we've been together twenty two so if we bring a third in, it's probably gonna be hard to make her equal, especially right away because you haven't put in into the relationship. Right. You know what I mean? Like we we already established and we bring you in. So they be thinking they get equal time, equal finances, equal yeah. equal. Equal equal, but they they oh. they're told that and then they'll show something different. 
Okay, because I, I I think that's a hard uh, flight to carry. But go ahead. Yeah. So the the question is, um, she want to know is that even possible that's to the be thing. a third in a relationship that's already established and still end up getting some kind of equal life living. So y'all know I watch a lot of reality TV. So mm-hmm. I've seen it happen as far as like um uh things being split. So like depending on how many wives you have, depending on how many days each wife get. Right. So like if you got three wives, each one get two days and actually the days never be the same is what ends up happening. Because maybe you have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But the next week you're going to have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You know what I'm saying? So it, it really ends up being different. But that's how they they break their um, days. They, that's how they break their days. I, I just don't think it's realistic for us. Because we've been together for 22 years. We got five kids together. So of course, if it's a if it's a basketball game, you're gonna be with me that day, right? And you know what I'm saying. Or um, if it's an honors assembly, you're gonna be with me that day. I think in the beginning it's easy to break down with with uh, equal time, if you if you're starting, pretty much, around the same time, right? But Bob's already having 22 years, and five kids. It's gonna be hard to give somebody else the same amount of time that. You give me because our kids, that's going to be our time together as well. Birthdays. We got five kids. That's five birthdays. You know what I'm saying? You can come mm-hmm. too, but he can't be with you on the days that we're doing something for the kids. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this year we got a lot of big birthdays coming up. You know what I'm saying? We got my 40th. We got our oldest son, twenty two. our two oldest boys, 21st. Right. Um, Our son's 18th, plus graduation, plus high school acceptance, plus... Plus, 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 plus. You know what I'm saying? So, right. if we were to get a third this year, oh no, her time going to be real smithers to smithereens. And see, that's my thing, though. I feel like if you are a third. If you're talking about one-on-one time, though. Right. If you're talking about now, one-on-one if you time, be, different. If you want to get in where you fit in, then it's going to be fun and cool. But if you want your own one-on-one time, it, this year probably ain't the best year to... Uh, <laughs> I feel like that that that'll get you that'll prove a lot more too, to the to the couple, right? If say you come into our life this year as a third, and we already have a lot going on, mm-hmm. it will prove a lot to us as a couple. When you say no, 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 I just want to come and join the, I want to be there for the birthday party. Yeah, but where I is that person though? The, that's what I'm asking. That's what I'm saying. Because it's always like, where's the person that's going to provide this and this for us? Yeah. I mean, for them, but where's the person that's going to be that person? Because last year when we tried our little fun around and we had something significant happen and that shit went left quick. Quick. I I can't can't make it. I can't do that. I can't. But now, it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. It was nobody called me after the fact. Like, how the fuck I supposed to call you on on my day? You You sound time foolish. Right, yeah, definitely. But and that's the thing. So, I feel like if when you have the opportunity to prove, you know, what you bring into the relationship, I think you should take advantage of that. I think that'd be. I mean, if if such a person exists, that I feel like that's why they call a unicorn. Right. Because such person does not exist. Like you have to, you have to become a thread in the in the blanket that's already made. Mm-hmm. Like an Afghan, though. It's full of patches. 
from different places and different, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So you got to become a patch on an Afghan that's already made. And if you don't want to, which I think that'd be the problem because I think a lot of times, like in that situation, like you want equal time because you want, you don't want to be a third. You want y'all to want to just share a nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you're trying to get your own time on top of her own time. When the thing is, you're supposed to intermingle the two. Right. Like, it's supposed, it's supposed to become, like, a triad. It's supposed to become a three-legged horse. Like, it's supposed, it's supposed to become something together. But you're trying to pull the nigga away every chance you get. Every chance That you ain't going to work. It's, it's going to make you look... You know, look. We're gonna look at you different. Yeah, because you coming you're in. Trying to take a, you, you're trying to take a place. Exactly. Not, and you're not trying to jump into your place. Exactly. And make it a you're real not trying strong. to get in where you fit in. Yeah. You're trying to take the place that was already there, and, and then, I, I feel like that's where the heartbreaking and misunderstanding come in. Yeah, because then you end up looking like the Lakers because you have players like like Westbrook, who is used to being the main deal, uh-huh. but now you want a team where you don't have to be that. All you have to do is oh, just play yeah, your position. Yeah. That part. And you got yep. to win. Yep. But because you're so used to not, you, you don't even know what your position really is because you always just wanted to take over. Even if it means um, 12, 13, 15 turnovers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like a relationship turnover would be just a miscommunication or, you know, um, I'm too busy. I got to work so I can't go out, whatever the case may be. Like whatever the turnover would be for your relationship. But that's what they're experiencing right now yep. because he don't know how to step back and just play the small role of what you just need to do. Like, we brought you in for a reason. We like what we saw. All you got to do is just be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't try to come and take over. Yeah, and we, I think that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. So, and then that's how you end up getting traded quick. Yep. It's like it's like if you already got a recipe. This recipe already worked. All you got to do is cook it. That's it. But you're like, no, I'm about to add steak to the chicken Alfredo. <laughs> and you like, uh... But we don't eat red meat. So now you just fucked up the whole recipe. Now you got a whole meal to yourself. To yourself. Because who the fuck told you to add steak? Where, show me on this paper where it say add steak. Well, I just wanted to add, I just wanted my own part. I want it. Right. Now you got your own part. All by yourself. Now you got the whole thing. All by yourself. Because we don't eat that. Why well, I can't say steak? Because y'all eat steak. I say a pork chop. Because mm. none of us eat pork. We are fine without the swine. So, so we had this whole chicken alfredo. Meal. And you dropped a piece all you of had to do, in there. All you had to do was follow the directions. You and you're going to put bacon in there. Because here's the thing. Your contribution was not adding to the recipe. Your exactly. contribution was cooking. Exactly. Putting the recipe together was your contribution. Exactly. But you was, you got it confused. Because you, you wanted to be your, your con- own. You, yeah, you wanted to come from you. I want to be mine. Even though it came from you because you're putting it together. Exactly. You, know you taking so you, the time in the kitchen to make it. You misconfusing exactly what it is. But you like, nah, I wanted to have my name on it. So I'm put these bacon bits on top. And that's now everybody now is throwing up. Because you done put swine on it. Yeah, them. we don't know what's wrong. Like, what we never threw up before. Like you followed this to the T? Well, I had put bacon bits on top. Mm, so alterationally Nigga. what you did was you took something that was going good. That was perfect. This was right. All you had to do was cook do it. it. You just got to do it. Your part was the cook. You just got to do it. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think the, the beauty of the whole thing is that. Holy shamoli. When you do just what need to be done. Things run smoothly. It runs smoothly. but Beautifully. It, it, 
And if you see an opportunity for something to run better, you can't just call it shots from the outside. You got to be can't, inside you can't to do, do it. You can't do it audible. You got to be in the inside to do it. Yeah, you, you got to be able to see information. it. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. You got to be on the inside to do it. You can't. I used to have a, my biggest problem was I would go to companies and I would see something being ran. I was like, that's stupid. And I'm giving you my suggestion. I think you should do X, Y, and Z. But I didn't try it their way first. Yeah. So it was hard for me to even say because they was like, well, you ain't even do, you ain't even, you, you ain't been here long enough to see it. <laughs> Like I'm like no, nah, but I, I I I can see it. It looks stupid. <laughs> like that don't make no sense. I don't understand. I don't understand why y'all do it that way. It looks stupid. But then what they used to do is they used to find a way to get rid of you, and then implement some of your ideas what they already had. When if you would have learned what was already going on, mm-hmm. you could have interwoven new, your ideas. There, there you go. Made shit pop, and, and been shy. been what it is. But you're like, no, I don't even want to do it your way because my way that. is the way. My way has got to be. Because I'm the man. I came in knowing this. I did. I've been. I've been did this. Hey man, I've been born before. You know what I need? I you know what I need for yeah. you to do what I said? I've been born before. I'm here. I've been born. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? I got five kids, nigga. What you mean? I'm just saying. I got five kids. What you mean? We got to count by fives. We can count by tens. It's only thirty. It's only thirty. Yeah. So. Uh, that's great advice. It's man. a humbling experience, though. It's definitely humbling for you to because it, it takes for you to sit back and really learn. You can learn a lot from yeah. just like paying attention and doing. Yep. And then implementing what you think you got going on. Yeah, you know and then mean? you just take everything you learn, you put it in the bottle, and you save it when you have your own. There it is, like a genie in the bottle. Let's go. Yep. Because I'm telling y'all, when we get our own building, I'm putting a keg. I don't even drink beer, but I'm putting a keg in the break room. That's it. And a pop machine. The keg might be full of wine, but Shout it's going to be no, in there. No, no, I'm, I'm, it's going to be wine, too. It's going to be a wine a wine refrigerator. I'm telling you, that shit going to be dope as fuck. Shout out to Chris Tilly. Chris, come hot let us, man. Make sure well, you, you come. you know live in Texas now. <laughs> make, sure you come, make sure you come check it out. We'll be in your spot. I bet soon, he will. So. I bet he will. We'll be in your area soon, so, you know, maybe we can link up before we dip out. But, uh. Um, okay, boom. Good show, right? Up top. High up five. top. Like it. I like hey. it. Episode two in the bag. Mom, I'm gonna give y'all something Just to leave out with, man. Bag. And you know, I'm trying to I try to make sure that the motivation that we give you right here on uh marriage, marriage material <laughs> It's about relationship, <clears throat> man. It's about, you know, being a better version of you. And so this one is, is, is geared strictly to the men. So women, if you're listening, make sure you just tell it to your man if they're not listening. And then ask them, why the heck they're not listening? What's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? What's wrong with you? And, and it's basically this, man. I'm oh, sorry. Before you ask for submission, make sure that she is your mission. Ooh, mm, one more time, mm, one more time, mm. one more time, one more time. Before you ask for submission... Make sure that she is your mission. On me. Mm-hmm. And that's that, man. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, man, you know exactly who it is, man. It's your boy DTM. Your girl KD. And this is Marriage Material. The podcast. What's what's happening here? Oh, never mind. All right. Never mind. There it is. There it is. Peace. Love y'all. On purpose. On purpose.